Hey, Kason here. Thanks for tuning in. Before we start this very special Thanksgiving episode of The Life Of, I want to tell you two cool new developments we have for this very special holiday. Starting tomorrow through next Friday, we have Generational Curse Breaker hoodies on sale, Black Friday sale for $30. You can find more information at thelifeofkay.com. It's also be in the description of this episode. And then number two, very, very, very great show called K's House Party. It's a house party show live on Zoom. It'll be next Thursday, December the 3rd at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's live music, it's games, it's stand-up comedy, all hosted by me. Please check it out. It's kason.eventbrite.com. That's K-A-S-A-U-N.eventbrite.com. The link for that is also in the description of this episode. It's free. You can give a donation, but it's going to be a whole, whole lot of fun. Can't wait to hear it. Now it is time for the episode to start right about now. What's up? What's going on? What's happening, everybody? Welcome to a special holiday episode of The Life of This is the space, this is the podcast where everybody has a chance to be known. Happy Thanksgiving, guys. Happy Thanksgiving. I know this is a little bit of of a different Thanksgiving than what we're used to, but I'm glad we are alive to see it. Before we get started, do me a favor, man. Comment, rate, and subscribe. Comment, rate, and subscribe. Comment, throw a review in there. Let people know what you think about the podcast. Let me know what you like, things we can improve on. Rate it. And then subscribe so you can hear all the awesome content we have coming up. It don't cost you nothing. Shout out to all of the lifers, man. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. To be honest, I wanted to make an episode 50% to just wish you a happy Thanksgiving. And the other half is because I'm I'm really missing my family. This is my first time in Los Angeles, away from my family for Thanksgiving in the 30 plus years of my life. And I'm really feeling it. To be honest, I am feeling it. I'm sad. I'm used to seeing all of my family and I'm used to playing games and eating good food and all that stuff. Um, so I wanted to make a special episode today because um, I'm, I'm figuring there are some people in the same situation as me. So I wanted to have a day of Thanksgiving. I'm going to tell you some things that I'm thankful for. And I'm at the end of this episode, I'm going to tell you a never before heard uh, story. I've never told it on stage. I've never told it to anybody. Um, it's not a joke, uh, but it's a story that happened at my favorite Thanksgiving ever. So uh, let's get started, man. Every Thanksgiving, before we eat, everybody around the table says what they're grateful for. And since I'm, I won't be around a table with all of my family, it's just my wife and I in Los Angeles, there is no table. You guys can be my table today. So I'm going to just tell you guys what I'm thankful for, and I would love to... Uh, have you guys comment because I would love to hear what you're thankful for as well. So here are a couple things I'm thankful for in 2020. Number one, I'm thankful to be alive. How about that one? I think in 2020, there has been so much going on, so much tragedy, so much death, so much uh, unrest all around the country and all around the world that Today, I'm just thankful to be alive. I'm alive. I'm healthy. I have a roof over my head. I'm eating. I'm not, I'm not eating ham and my mom's baked macaroni and cheese and candy yams and peach cobbler. All right, sorry. 
but I am thankful. I'm very, very thankful to be alive. I'm safe. And that if 2020 has taught us anything, it is not to take that for granted. Number two, I'm thankful to be loved. I didn't realize how important that was to just be loved. One thing 2020 has taught me is that my life moves really fast because once everything shut down, I realized I had a lot of time to be a better friend and to be a better son and a better grandson and a better cousin and a better husband. I had the time. I was just so busy and busy. I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to do this. Got to go. 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 And coronavirus took my schedule and said, bruh, and ripped that joint in half. And we had, we all have had to create a new life. And I am fortunate for the time that I've had to recalibrate and rethink about life and connect with people in a, in a different way. I'm calling people now. I'm, re- I'm returning text messages. Is anybody out there just a terrible text backer? Is it just me? Like I read every, I read a hundred percent, one hundred percent of my friends' texts. I read every single one of them, and I respond to possibly fifteen percent. But I'll I'll read the text message and I'll respond in my head like I got a joke or something back, or I'll respond. But for some reason, it never goes from my head to my Twitter fingers. And at some point, Twitter fingers have to turn into trigger fingers. And quarantine has taught me that. I'm becoming a better friend. I don't even know if that's what I said I'm thankful for, but that's it. Number three, I'm currently in the house. Uh, My wife wants to make a Thanksgiving dinner. I don't know what she's going to make it, uh, but uh, neither one of us have cooked Thanksgiving before, so this is at least experimental at best. (sighs) So, um, oh, how do I swing this into something I'm thankful for? You know what? I'm thankful. I, I if I'm on I'm on Facebook, I'm on IG. Follow me at the Life of K A Y. I put up a post, and it was very controversial for some reason. I didn't think it was that deep, but I said turkey is not a top five Thanksgiving dish, and I stand on that. I'm not going to die on that hill because who wants to die for turkey on a and why would I die on a hill for that? But Turkey is not a top five Thanksgiving dish. It's a top five traditional dish, but it's not, it's not, it's not, I don't look forward, I don't wake up looking forward to turkey. It's so dry. It's a very dry dish. And people are like, oh, it depends on who cooks it. No, no, it doesn't. Ham ain't dry. Chicken ain't dry. Ribs ain't dry. And and I've seen the worst of the worst cook those. Get that dry meat out of here. I don't like it. Here's, here are my top five Thanksgiving dishes of all time. And I don't even know if this is up for debate, but whatever. Number one, baked macaroni and cheese. Macaroni and cheese is the Beyonce of Thanksgiving and soul food in general. Fight me, at me, I don't care. Baked macaroni and cheese is number one, and the distance between one and two is, is stark. Number two, candied yams. Let me be clear. I don't mean sweet potatoes. I don't mean sweet potato casserole. I don't care if you put marshmallows. No, I definitely care. Don't put marshmallows in my yams, please. I'm not going camping. I'm being thankful. And I won't be thankful if you put s'mores in my yams. I don't like that at all. But candy yams, macaroni and cheese, candy yams. Number three is any dessert. 
because it's not Thanksgiving without good dessert. Peach cobbler is my favorite, but you know, have at it. Number four, stuffing. Don't at me. Stuffing is amazing. Number five is ham. If there is a poultry that we should have on Thanksgiving, we should just make ham and chicken the new thing. I'm thankful that I do not have to eat cranberry sauce. I Cranberry sauce can kick rocks, especially, and, and listen, I've never had fresh cranberry sauce, the ones that I see on Google Images. I ain't never had that. We always go to the grocery store and get the cranberry sauce from the store. That can kick rocks. And if there's anything I'm grateful for, for number three on this list, is that I do not have to eat that nasty cranberry sauce. Nothing makes you, nothing says poverty. Nothing makes you feel more poor than having to open a can of ocean spray cranberry sauce and you got to like let that joint ooze out the slide of that nasty can and you got to hear the slither of that poverty coming out of there and then you got to cut up cranberry sauce with them poor grocery store ebt ridges on the on the ends of it i don't why do i why am i eating cranberry sauce that the can has made an impression on that doesn't make me feel good about my life at all this is nasty thank god i do not have to eat that this year number four i'm thankful for you four is my favorite number if you didn't know I'm thankful for you. I started this podcast during the quarantine and I was really, really scared to put it out because you always have this thing of like, if I put it out, are people going to come? Are people going to listen? And man, you guys have downloaded and downloaded and shared and subscribed. Shout out to all the lifers. I mean, you guys have have really shown me, uh, I mean, I get messages and calls and emails all the time about episodes and nuggets that you got out of each episode. And I'm really grateful for you guys, man, because... Um, you never know. Who knows? I know my mom's going to listen to the podcast, but that's about it. Everybody else is questionable, but you guys have shown so much love for this podcast. And now we have listeners in France and Canada and Mexico and Compton, which was Dr. King's dream all along, is to have one podcast that the whole world can unify on. And uh, <laughs> I'm joking. But but it's, it's to have listeners in different countries, the Netherlands, I don't even know where that is on the map, but you guys are listening, and I appreciate that. So that's number four. Number five, I'm really thankful for my wife. My wife is just dope. She's not going to listen to this episode, but I love her with all my heart, and I think that in 2021, I'm going to make a better effort. I'm doing it now. Uh, she just celebrated her birthday, but um, I don't know why I just said that, but... I want the people in my life who always show love, I want them to know it. You know what I'm saying? I'm thankful. I think it's so much easier to comment and post about the haters and people who do wrong. I think it's so much easier to respond to the hate. And sometimes you have to be intentional. I have to be more intentional about the people who show consistent love, the people who you can always count on, the people who are always in your corner. Like, let them know, like, I appreciate you. Not like the regular comments. Like, I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. Because sometimes you can just live in a sea of, like, I love yous. But it's like, I appreciate you. Thank you for always being there. I enjoy your company. Like, compl say new compliments. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm I'm working on saying new compliments. Because especially if you're married, you, I love you, 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 love you. And at some point, it's like, all right, uh, can you say something else? 
And it's like, you're pretty. You're handsome. Well, I don't tell my wife she's handsome. That'd be offensive. But you understand what I'm saying. I'm really thankful for her, and I'm, I can't wait for her to listen to this in 2023 in retrospect and hear what I was saying. Okay. Those are the things I'm thankful for this year. But I want to I wanna leave you all with a, a story that I've never told anyone. It's my favorite Thanksgiving. I'm on social media at The Life of K-A-Y, or you can just leave a review. I want to hear your story. But I, I want to hear your favorite Thanksgiving story or favorite Thanksgiving ever. Or if there's a Thanksgiving that you would want to relive, which one would that be? Uh, please, if you're listening to this, throw a little review, even if it's just a year. You don't have to say specifics. It could be a family member that's gone, that's, that, you know, that's not here with us right now, who you wish you could spend more time with. But I just want to know. I want to hear from you. But I want to tell you my favorite Thanksgiving story. So until last year, my family spent every Thanksgiving at my grandmother's house. I mean, my grandmother's house was like the hub for Thanksgiving. Like we started preparing a week in advance to get the tables out and get the chairs out and get the special stuff out. And my mom would make margarita, uh, pina coladas, margaritas, whatever it's called. And uh, my mom does all the cooking in the family or did all the cooking in the family. So Thanksgiving was like our thing. Like we were responsible for Thanksgiving. And it'd be like 30 or 40 people would come to my grandmother's house. We'd be packed in into like 400 square feet in the hood. And it was beautiful. And it's a tradition I hope we can carry on forever and ever. So my favorite Thanksgiving story ever. So my Aunt Clay, uh, rest in peace, God rest her soul, um, has a house in Jersey City. It's my grandmother's sister. And a lot of her kids and grandkids still live in the house, including my cousin Kendall. So every year we like make, <laughs> every year it's like an easy target to make fun of Kendall. Like every time, every year we're like, hey, Kendall, you're still a virgin. And for some reason that like ignites him to get this really great big argument that ends up being like the funniest thing that happens at Thanksgiving every year for like three or four hours. So a couple years ago, I think like two years ago, two or three years ago, um, we got to the end of the night and everybody was having a good time. It got quiet. So we pushed that familiar button. We were like, oh, Kendall's still a virgin. But this year, it didn't bother him at all. Like, he he was not phased in the least. He had, like, this really eerie Joker Dark Knight smile on his face. And we were like, why, why, why isn't this working? He's supposed to get a rise out of him. And uh, the reason why is because Kendall told us a story about why he wasn't bothered by our virgin jokes this year. I'm going to, I'll tell you the story he told me. So he invites this girl over for a first date. And he takes her into his room to watch a movie. But his, his grandmother and mother see that his door is just closed. So they knock on the door and say that he can't be in the room alone with this girl. Kendall's 38, by the way. And they knock on the door and say, you can't be in there with a girl alone. If you want to watch the movie, you got to come out in the living room with us. So he has to come out into the living room with his date, his mother, and his grandmother in a nightgown. <laughs> watching a movie on the couch. And finally, I guess he wanted his own privacy. So he invited the girl downstairs on the porch to watch the rest of the movie on his phone. So they get on the porch and the girl sits on his lap so they can both watch the movie together. And I guess his grandmother and his mother and aunt had seen him out the window on the porch. And they were like, nah, you ain't doing none of that fresh stuff in here. And they told him he could, <laughs> she couldn't be sitting on his lap on the porch. He had to go somewhere else and do all that. <laughs> so he decided to uh, take her to a subway. 
and they, he take the train. The girl pays for him to get on the train, and they take the train down the subway. They take the train down the subway, and there's a pizza shop right next to the subway, and the girl buys him some pizza, and they sit outside of Subway and eat the pizza. Right before the night ends, he and the girl start making out. And we are all dying laughing at this story. But the funniest part is that he says while he's making out with the girl, he did like this salute behind the girl's back to Subway. And then he said to himself, mm good. Which was hilarious because that's not even Subway slogan. That's, that's Campbell's soup. Subway eat fresh. And he... <laughs> It's just I I just don't sometimes the family stories just be the best ones, man. I I love it. But yeah. That is one of my favorite Thanksgiving's era. It, I mean, the food was great. We had family members who hadn't been there in a long time. Kendall's story changed the game. Uh we played karaoke, we had games, we had music, uh everybody danced. There's actually a video on my Instagram of my grandmother doing the cha-cha slide, how low can you go part? And at the time, she was like 85 or 86. And she went down, but she could not get back up. And that was also a hilarious part of our night. It's just it's just great to spend time with the people who you love. And just because we're quarantined doesn't mean we can't do that. You have Zoom. You have Zillow. I, it's just so many video platforms at this point, FaceTime and Google Duo. It's, it's just too much. But man, spend time with the people you love. Let them know you love them. Tell them you love them in a different way, not just like I love you. Tell them you appreciate them. Tell them what you appreciate. Be specific because sometimes that goes a long way and uh, it doesn't go over their head with all the classic um, compliments that we hear every single day. So that's about it. I just wanted to come on and say happy Thanksgiving and tell you guys how grateful I am for you. And, and that's about it. I'm grateful for you guys. I love y'all. Be thankful. Find something to be thankful for if you can't think of it right now. Remember, 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 remember. Oh, comment, rate, and subscribe. Comment, rate, and subscribe. It don't cost you nothing. And remember, there is somebody out there who needs to hear your story. If you don't like the way your story started, here's the good news. The pen is still in your hand. As long as you're alive, there's always time to write the rest. I love you. I'm thankful for you. Happy Thanksgiving. Until the next time, peace.